Welcome to the Shulamite Podcast, an extension of Shulamite Ministries and Shulamite.com, with weekly interviews and teaching with author and speaker Martha Kilpatrick and hosted by John Enslow. This weekly podcast is a way to stay connected to the ministry. So come experience anointed messages, not giving just another method, but a living impartation. You know, I heard, I don't remember if it was Walnow or who it was, but anyway, they were saying that, or it may have been this other guy that I was talking about. I think he was saying it was. He said that um, the first Great Awakening was in 17, whatever it was, and directly after that Great Awakening was the uh, Revolutionary War. Then the Second Great Awakening came, and shortly thereafter was the Civil War. And now we're talking about the Third Great Awakening. Now, you have an amazing blessing of of spiritual influx and and a blessing, but what's on the other side of it? If it was major wars, Revolutionary War, Civil War, what is what is on what are we being prepared for what is what is the great awakening leading to it's not just so that we can go around and be happy there's something that he's preparing he's bolstering his children because there's something coming it's a who but something's coming and i don't know what it is so it it may be the great awakening it may be, you know, an amazing thing. But if it is, it's so we're right, so that when we go into a major trial and testing, mm-hmm. we're not feeble, weak, and unprepared. There are things being said online that people are having uh, encounters with the Lord, prophecies that the Lord is returning very, very soon. Well, that would be a perfect time for having a great awakening. It's right before that. (laughs) (laughs) Awakening to Him, perhaps. And, of course, my assignment is to write about the bride. And so all that we've been through lately has been, been the crucible to form the bride. And the bride, everyone that has given all to God and wants his all, will, whether they know it or not, be, be involved in the formation of the bride by the Holy Spirit. So we, he's at work for the bride, the preparation of the bride. And it could be that the, uh, there's a lot of controversy, but I'll just say what I believe is clear in the scripture, that when we leave when we call to meet the Lord in the air. He won't be coming to the earth yet, but he'll be meet him in the air. And the door will be open to the marriage of the Lamb. So that could happen really at any time. So it's a matter of being ready. And and the way you're ready is is to seek him, repent and be forgiven and forgive. Preparation is one-on-one, God and me. But it's got to end at the point, the end of my book that he's going to give me is going to be, Whom have I in heaven but thee, and there's none upon earth I desire besides thee. God is going to be absolutely it. 
there's there will be no we will be like brother lawrence who lived a life where it was just him and the lord but he affected millions he affected the people of his time and his still he's still living because he it was he and the lord and no one else and it doesn't mean you exclude anybody it means that jesus in us communicates with us does that make any sense <laughs> We're, we're communicating with Christ in each other because there's only Christ. He's the, he's the only one. There's no other life but him. He's the secret place. He's the altar. He's the, the goal. He's everything. He's the only thing in the everything. And being made a bride and being conformed to his image is just being reduced bit by bit so that this I decrease and he increases. I have to decrease so that he can increase. Well, we've had a major, major, major uh, reduction. This has been the reduction of everything. Mm -hmm. And um, so. And he is the only security. Well, I have been reading about Cyrus and just pondered this time because we're in strange times. And one thing I'm learning is that God's will doesn't look like anything I think I know. <laughs> He is God, and he does things his way. And so in reading about Cyrus, the one thing that has pierced me and, and getting to know God in his strange ways is um, in Isaiah 45, verse 4, God says clearly, For the sake of Jacob, my servant, and of Israel, my chosen, I have called you by your name, speaking of Cyrus, I have surnamed you, though you have not known me. And the interesting thing is uh, people are opposed to Trump because he is um, not good, we'll say. He doesn't have a lot of, um, I've heard it said that he doesn't have common decency, which is um, just the way you know people view him, but especially believers, because we have such a view that God will only use a good person um, but where his chosen are concerned and those he loves, he is able to use anyone. And Cyrus did not know God. He was not a Jew. He was not a believer. But he was God's chosen for the purpose of God's chosen Israel. And I think that is what God is teaching me about coming under his sovereignty and his will is it's coming under his mind. And we have the mind of Christ, but do we stay in the mind of Christ? Um, I know if I can speak for myself, I often go off-roading into my own little world of thinking I know, so um, I don't stay in that, but we have the mind of Christ, and God is so wonderful to reveal things to us that we don't understand or that are not familiar, and Cyrus was certainly not familiar to the Jews. He does it over and over again. He um chooses men like Andrew Jackson who go out to the back and and duel in the backyard of the White House he chooses Golda Meir who <laughs> wasn't necessarily godly she just was chosen and um you know he he chooses who he wants to use we don't get to we don't get to put him in a cookie cutter. He chooses the foolish, the base, 
the despised everything. He chooses the, the least. And the least are able because they're not filled with... I'm, I'm sure Donald Trump really... He seems to regret his wrongs as much as... Of course he would. Yeah. Sometimes God can't use a capable person. Sometimes no, if it, they're the if worst it, choice. Well, if it was my capability, if I was perfectly you know, fit, then I wouldn't need him. Mm-hmm. And God raised up Churchill... For such a time as World War II, he had he was so uh, criticized, and he he was a, he was an odd duck. He was, an but odd duck. <laughs> <laughs> but he was God's sovereign choice, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. pulled that nation yes, he did. through the Good war. Good point, John. Look at Patton. Oh, and Patton, he was another crazy. I mean, right? But perfectly fit for that position at that time. You can't you can't tell God who He's going to choose and and what they're going to look like. If you believe you know that kind of stuff, you're you're going to be highly offended. And I think we have a lot of folks highly offended by Donald Trump, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and think they're right, and think they're right, proud to be right. <laughs> I think as a society we've been indoctrinated by politicians and their handlers mm-hmm. to believe that dissimulation is truth and that it's you deceive the people by not being honest and Trump tells you exactly what is on his mind he doesn't clean it up to please you or the news media or anybody else and the ne- the media is very used to these politicians catering to them mm-hmm. oh Gene I see something that I've never seen before in him he may not be a good man but he is without guile and that's what this this society of ours cannot understand nor tolerate he's essentially honest I think that's what I want to say. He's he's as honest as a little boy. Mm, he is a little boy. He, he really does at times. <laughs> he is a little, he's he's retained that that childlike honesty, just plain, plain. He's not. I was thinking of Nathaniel, a man, a Jew, a, in man. whom there's no guile. Guile. Thank you. He has no guile. He's and that's why he hates guile. Mm-hmm. He hates this. And doesn't tolerate it. Uh-uh. He, he names it. it. He names it. We have watched him get rid of people in his own administration because he wouldn't tolerate their guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's working its way down, on whether you've noticed or not, in what's going on right now. Okay. It's still going on, and he is chopping people's heads off and moving them out of the way. And, and, and of course, the media is going nuts. Mm-hmm. Because those are the people they depend on to support for, their lives, to get their oh. point of view out, which right. has nothing to do with reality. Right. And see, up for Nathaniel, the figure in the Bible I was thinking of, Jesus said, "Behold, an Israelite in whom there is no a true 
Israelite in whom there's no guile, the heavens were open for the thing. And that may be, who knows? And partly I see that in Lance Wallnow. Uh, oh, yes. He does not yes. bother to be nice and politically mm-hmm. correct on mm-hmm. any basis. He blurts it out. And one of the things that stuck to me, he's, he's rocked my world, but, <laughs> well, yeah. Plan. Do, do you notice when you watch him that he hasn't got a plan? He's got a, he's got this one idea that he's on, and he goes after it, and he lets it go wherever it goes. Uh, I'm, I'm just amazed. Say his name clearly. Lance Wallnau. W a l l. W a l l n a u. And you can see him on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He's just turned my world upside down. We hope you've enjoyed the Shulamite podcast. For all the latest from Shulamite Ministries, please visit us at shulamite.com, where you'll find Martha's daily devotions, posts from getalongwithgod.com, and the online library of all of Martha's writings. At shulamite.com, downloading the free Shulamite app is easy, and livingchristianbooks.com is only a click away. Thank you for joining us on this journey to discover a God worth knowing.